Good everyone. This is Rita Join, and welcome to the Unbox Your Gift podcast, how to turn your passion into a profession. Now, I want to speak today about learned helplessness. Learned helplessness. What does that mean? What does that have to do with transferring a passion to a profession? So, yesterday's episode, I talked about how do you actually turn a passion into a profession? So, what is the overview that happens? I mean, there are specifics in anything, but the premise of the podcast is to give you the overall. And if you want specifics, then please do email me, reader at unboxyourgift.com, or message me. Let me know, and I can go into specifics if that's what you would like. But I want to talk about learned helplessness because the biggest reason why in the people that I have interviewed and when I look at my own behavior and I look at other people, what allows someone to transition a passion into a profession? There are many things like the sacrifices that you make, the belief, what you have, what you say, what you do in your head, that really is the biggest strategy. Um, what you are uh, enabling yourself to to do, the discipline that you that you um, put yourself through, but primarily there is um, there is a saying, and one that this is what refers to learned helplessness. Learned helplessness is when you are trying to do something and you can't get past this wall. You're trying to maybe raise money, and you just can't seem to do it. You're you're starting, you're wanting to start a project, but you don't have enough money to do it. Maybe you are wanting to. Um, put together a workshop, but you don't have the contacts. You don't know how to get people into the room. And so it's hard to do that. And so when you stop persisting, that is called learned helplessness. You've learned to become helpless. In other words, you just look at that brick wall and you see, you think I can't get through it. I'm not good enough. I'm not enough. How do I get through it? You, you, that's learned. You've learned to be helpless. And that's a term that you need to overcome a practice that needs to be overcome to transition passion into a profession. And so a lot of us have learned to be helpless, not consciously. Nobody wants to be helpless consciously. But say, for example, you were at school. And this is just an example. You're at school and someone got a, big, a better mark than you and you didn't. And that was the end of like, that was the big exam. And that was it. Like, you can't do anything about that. So you either go on to university or college with whatever mark you have, or maybe you haven't made it and you feel like there's an inferior complex you now have that you're not good enough. That inferior complex is now going to translate into other things. I'm not good enough. I'm not enough. You couldn't do anything about it. So it became learned helplessness. What you could have done in a situation is bypass it. But what I want to really look into is how do you overcome learning or having learned to be helpless? Because if you have a barrier of entry, if you have a barrier to where you are right now, if you need to jump, leap across anything, you need to know that there is a, a habit called learn helplessness. And the way to overcome that is by a factor called grit, persistence. That's what it is. But I want to show you specifically how you as an adult or even as a, if you're a caretaker of a child, um, if you're a parent of a child, if you're an uncle or an aunt of a child, You've got a, you're an older cousin, your older sister, brother. How not only can you help yourself, but also condition someone younger than you who you care about how to overcome learned helplessness. So there is a quote in this book uh, by Angela Duckworth called Grit. And one of the things that she says in this book, and let me just get it for you, is right here. Okay. In this book, she quotes Nietzsche and it says, Nietzsche, to paraphrase Nietzsche, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. 
But Angela Duckworth is a social scientist. She's a psychologist, but she puts in her, uh, her, her, um, her two cents worth into that particular saying. And she says, what doesn't kill you and doesn't make it necessarily make you stronger, but if you can interrupt, if you can find a way out of that suffering, that is what's going to strengthen you. So the saying goes, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Yeah, that's fine. But Angela Duckworth, a social scientist and the author of Grit, is saying, but if you find a way out of the suffering, that's what's going to strengthen you. That's what's going to be able to give you ammunition. That's what's going to give you build muscle to move on to the next thing. So how do you build the muscle? How do you build the grit? How do you get out of being helpless in a situation? And it could be any situation. It can be a relationship. It can be work-related. It can be uh, health-related. You know, you're trying to lose weight and it just can't happen. It's like there's, 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 there's like a, um, a thermostat, like there is a cap where you just cannot go above that. Like you just don't know what to do. And so Angela Duckworth gives some really good tips on how to overcome that. And one of the things that she says is that you need to be able to go and do, for now, for younger kids, for them to be involved in extracurricular activities like violin, like soccer, like little athletics, like anything, any extracurricular activity is a good activity. And what she suggests is for younger kids, like I'm talking primary school age, kindergarten to year six, is to go and allow them to try different activities and see which one they like. And they need to adopt what she calls the hard rule. And the hard rule, and the hard rule is that they, her, so she talks about her kids and that her kids can do anything that they want to do, like any particular extracurricular activity. So one likes ballet, the other one likes swimming, and they can go to the full course of that. So they can't, for example, they can't enroll in ballet and say, actually, I don't feel like going today, mommy, or I don't feel like wearing my leotard today, or I don't feel like my, my teacher uh, you know, was a bit mean to me. She called me out on something or because we were late, she had me sit out of the whole class. I don't feel like going, I don't feel good. So basically she's saying, Angela Duckworth is saying to build grit, to overcome learned helplessness, you need to be in the extracurricular activities. You need to be able to make sure the child, and I'm going to get back to adults and how they um, put this into practice. You need to get kids to like see the full term of the ballet practice, soccer practice, piano practice, swimming, whatever it is. Like it has to be a natural halt, like because the season is finished, because the tuition is finished, because, you know, the, the race has come and gone. But it can't be because I don't feel like it, it's too hard, or that's how you're overcoming. Because what happens is she says that when you take your child to someone else to help them with soccer practice, piano, whatever it might be, they are going to learn a level of discipline because they will be caring and also they will have a little level of discipline and firm, being firm that you as a parent may not be able to really give because you know, there's an overwhelming, you know, oh, I love you and I want to protect you and that's great and so do the other people that you're sending your kids to but they have that ability to pull, get the best out of them through the discipline. And to, when that discipline is learning them how to overcome learned helplessness. So you as a parent, you as a carer, you as a cousin, you as a big sister or brother, you would ask your little niece, nephew, sister, brother, child, what they want to do. And they can choose anything that they want to do after school, extracurricular activity, as long as they see the full term of that. 
and it's got to be a natural halt to it. So it can't be because you, they don't want to do it, they're tired or you know, they don't feel like it. Once they make that decision, they've got to see the term through, right? Not the, nothing more than that, but just the season, how many of the weeks it is, they've got to see it through. Now, for an adult, I'm going to get to that in a minute, but then what the, um, the way to overcome learned helplessness, and this is all relating to how to change your passion into a profession because it matters. Because there comes a point in time where you and I think, I don't think I can do it. There comes a point in time we think, I don't know if I've got what it takes. But when we are trained, when we continue to train ourselves, we do have what it takes. We, we can do it, not because it's, a, it's like the catchphrase of the day. It's like, it's like what our society says we should be thinking is that we can do anything. But really because at our core, we can believe it. And the way we at our core, we can believe it is by doing this kind of stuff. And so with the kids, once they migrate to high school, now that's where things get more, more grittier or grittier, I should say, or, or more, um, more disciplined. And that is once they choose an extracurricular activity, they've got to stick with it for two years. And that's because now we're involving them in that mind space of really getting them to, you know, Go past the roadblocks, go past the mental blocks, go by the physical pain of things. You know, not hurting them, but getting them to a learn of overcoming. I can't do that. That's hard. Overcoming that, whether it's physical, whether it's mental, whether it's emotional, whether it, whatever it is, they've got to get, overcome that. And once they can overcome that, that's what, how they're going to overcome learned helplessness. Now, for an adult, for you and I, um, it's really what we need to do is if you don't have an extracurricular activity outside of work, whether you run your business or work for yourself or work for someone else, you need to get one because you want to build on muscle. You want to build on anything, yoga, um, martial arts, uh, anything that interests you, and you need to stick to it for two years. Now, in the beginning, you might want to just shop around like the hard rule, okay? You might want to incorporate the hard rule in the beginning, and just look around and see what's a, what are the kind of things that might pique your interest and stay the course and do that activity until you see it through, until, it's, until the enrollment runs out, until the season runs out, until the payments run out. You know what I mean? Like, so you've got to see it through the hard rule. But once you choose something extracurricular, then you need to stick to it for two years because that's where the muscle is going to be built. So the transition of passion to profession when you are going to be coming face-to-face -face with the challenges that come with that, mental, emotional, physical, financial, whatever challenges come across, you will not be in a place of, I don't know what to do about that. You know, you, you will find a way, not because you have to or you've got to push for it, but because you, you have been conditioned by in other areas and you know if you can do it in another area, you can definitely do it in this area. And that's how to overcome learned helplessness. And what's really interesting for me, what's really interesting is that the author says something here, which I think is absolutely spot on, spot on. She says that, um, grit, grit scores for the high school, junior, high school seniors in our sample who qualified for federally subsidized meals were a full point lower than those for students who are more privileged. In other words, if you were, as a kid, if you were able to do extracurricular activities and you were able to stick it out, it was probably because your parents could afford it. Those parents who cannot afford it, that's going to be more tough for them. 
But now you as an adult listening to it, listening to this podcast and listening what you what you need to do to overcome that point of learned helplessness. And we all, I believe, have a point of learned helplessness. It may be for someone, their health, that they um, reach a particular weight and they just can't break through that getting healthier because it's just it's just like a ceiling for them or maybe it's in their work life or maybe it's in their relationship or maybe it's with their kids they just can't get through to their kids you know what i mean there's so everybody has something that if we can learn how to overcome learned helplessness and learn to discipline and then be able to get the grit to go through this Right, because learned helplessness is, is emotional. It's what we're thinking. It's all that stuff. But it especially relates to when you're coming from a place of unboxing your gift and a, and a place of transitioning a passion to profession because that's when it counts. Like it's hard. It, it, it's like it's not, it's hard, not hard. It's not, it's simple, but it's not easy. It's not easy to say I'm going to be disciplined. It's not easy to say I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. and do it consecutively all the time. It's not easy to get yourself in the gym when you don't want to go there. It's not easy when you're feeling self-conscious. It's not easy when something doesn't fit you. It's not easy when people are doing better than you. It's not, none of that is easy. But the point is that if you have, if you can overcome that thinking of oh, helplessness, you're in a much better shape mentally and emotionally to, you have the fitness emotionally and mentally to break through it. And the reason why you do is not because you've been reading all the positive books, which you can, not because you've been to all the positive seminars, which you can. It's because you've been in the line of fire. You've been experientially finding a way to overcome, break through the emotional, you know, drag down of learned helplessness. And once you've experienced how to overcome that through the experience of not just reading about it, because, you know, you don't play soccer or learn the piano by reading about it. You've got to actually play it to get your hands into muscle memory and to know what to do and when to do and how to play that, that, that actual instrument. But what you will want to do is so that when you come across a challenge, you're going to have reference. You're going to have an experience that you're going to call on subconsciously and think I've done this before subconsciously maybe you don't always think about this consciously but it pulls out that memory so that you can now break through to this next level in your passion to profession so I wanted to share that guys and I wanted to show you because it's nice to talk about it you know you need to overcome learned helplessness you need to become disciplined I mean and when I say you I'm talking about myself too well we need to become you know more this more that well then how do we do it right this is a way which I think is just spot on in fact the author herself when she asks her kids to um, you know to get more grit to build up more grit and to overcome this learned helplessness um, to join them on the journey, she says that I say to them, I'm, I'm challenging myself with my work. She's a social scientist. She's a psychologist. And she says, I practice yoga for extracurricular activity. So she's not telling her kids, go do something and try and get good at it and stick it out for two years, even when you don't want to, even if you come. She's actually demonstrating it herself, which is how the power is really, because she's like, facing her own challenges so she knows what her kids are going through. So she is in the line of fire herself. And the line of fire, I'm just using that as a metaphor for being in the experience and versus just talking about it and being a talking head. And at the same time, she talks about her husband. Her husband is developing himself 
in being a property developer, which is what her husband is, and also um, uh, working on martial arts as an extracurricular activity for two years so that he has to get disciplined in that action. So it's about finding what you enjoy and then doing it regardless because when you do it regardless of your feelings that you don't feel like it, then you build oh, you build grit. And the most be- the beautiful thing about that is you are not allowing your brain to go into that place of becoming or feeling helpless. And that is the most liberating, most empowering feeling you will ever have because you own that. It's not like something fleeting, like a feeling of confidence or self-esteem because you wore a nice dress or you wore a nice suit or that's momentary. You're going to have to take that nice dress off. You're going to have to take that nice suit off. But when you have grit, when you can overcome learned helplessness, when you are knowing that you can do something because you've done it before, that is extreme confidence. That's power. That's like, that's like total, like, get out of my way. Like, I got this. And not from an arrogant or an ego perspective, but from a, I've done this before, watch me do it now. Like, you know, it's just, it's a different perspective. It's not arrogance, it's not ego. It's an inner knowing. It's an inner, I got this, I'm a doer. Watch me, because it's a happening. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, you are in that zone that you've got this covered. And that's the most empowering thing, because when you have that, you're not taking off anything. Like, there's nothing to take off, nothing to put back on again. It's just you. It's just who you are, because you practice that. You practice it on a daily basis. And just to let you know, for myself, I'm doing the same thing. So my commitment to you is I work on myself in my own profession, in my own work, in my media work, and in my, the work that I do in terms of my uh, working with senior citizens. That's what I'm improving on. But also, I've got to say that the other things that I'm doing that really are, you know, it's hard for me is running. That's not something that I enjoy very much. But I'm also going to be looking at martial arts myself because I think I've always loved that as a kid. And now that I want to go back into it. But I'm just sharing this with you guys because I'm on the same road with you. I'm on the same track with you. And I'm just sharing with you what has really influenced my thinking about this thinking of being, this feeling and this thought process of being helpless and how to overcome it. Minus, you know, feeling positive and feeling... And that's all good. That's all necessary. But there are times when you just need to know how do I get to the positive part? Because the, the positive quotes aren't working right now. The positive books aren't working right now. The positive videos on YouTube aren't working. Like when you get to that point, now you need something deeper. And this is the deep stuff because it's not a quick fix. It's an everyday occurrence of preparing and sculpting your mind, body and soul to learn to take control and not go into a state of helplessness. And that's the ingredient, the bridging uh, or the bridge that allows you to go from passion to profession. So I wanted to share that with you guys. I hope that's been of value. If this has, please let me know. Please subscribe. Please share this podcast with someone that you feel um, is kind of feeling down, is feeling like I'm not good enough, I'm not enough. I mean, how do I get over myself? I mean, nothing is working for me. This will probably allow them to gain insight into themselves. And the best thing about this is you, you don't need to go to anyone else. You just need to look at what are you good at, do the hard rule that I was just speaking about, find something, see it to the full term. And then after that, trial a few things, pick something and stick with it for two years, an extracurricular activity, something outside of your work, whether it's your business or you're working for someone, it's going to be something outside that disciplines you in a different format. 
and structure. And that's the juice of it all. And that's where you get your control. So if you'd like to share this with someone, I would appreciate it. And if you could write a review, please, I would love for you to share why you listen, what you're getting out of this podcast, uh, and so that I can actually really get full by listening to and reading what your comments are because that feeds me. And the more that you can be able to feed me, the more I can give back to you. So it works both ways, guys. So I would really appreciate it if you could take the time to subscribe and uh, write a review, and that would be fabulous. So wherever you are in the world, whatever you're doing, my advice to myself and to you is with this episode topic itself on overcoming learned helplessness. And the reason why we do that is because life is a gift and that allows us to consistently unbox it.